0: Hello and welcome to Trade Center Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trades, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. It's Wednesday, the 13th of October, and that means we are in the final day of the trade period. And what a trade period it's been. Oh, not really. Nothing huge (laughs) has happened, to be honest. But, you know, final day, can throw up a few surprises, and we'll have it all covered here on the Trade Center Live uh, of course, and the Footy Live app and our socials, Live on Instagram. Before we get to our guests, some very special guests today. I can't wait for this. Uh, the only trade that's gone through so far today is Jordan Dawson, who will finally become an Adelaide player. And Adelaide will give Sydney... Their future first round pick, which was tied to Melbourne uh, for next year. So that's the only thing that's happened so far. We're expecting a big day, though. And each day, this trade period, we're spoken to big fans about their beloved clubs, followed by a live 4 p.m. show to wrap up your daily news. We're going to do the same today. And the first guests are Sam, Johnny, Jake, and firstly, Sam, Principal Rig, you go first. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm, I'm great. Yourself? <laughs> Fantastic. I've, I've slipped and given away my, my nickname here. <laughs> right.
0: Tell me the story about Principal Rig first before I introduce the other boys.
1: Uh, that was just an honorary title. We used to have a bit of a, a bit of a gathering out in the out in the bush uh, mm. every every week. A group of friends, and it was a bit of a just just a free for all day of no responsibilities and playing sport and canoeing and doing all kinds of stupid stuff. And we each got to, each in turns, left the room and the rest of the group gave you a nickname. So I don't know what the story is. That's just that's just that's, what I was given. So. That's a good one. And you're rolling with
2: it. Johnny, <laughs> yes. Johnny, what's your nickname? My nickname is uh, the Whip of Chaos. <laughs>
0: the Whip of Chaos. That's yeah. a good one.
2: Yeah, Love it's it. a good one. I was pretty happy with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jake? Give us yours. Ah, uh, look, yeah, you, yeah, you, you absolutely.
3: Just can't say mine on air, unfortunately. So oh, I Can't. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Thank you very much. A shame.
3: But a we can say the
0: name of uh, of the podcast. It's the Chaps Chat Cats podcast. It's a mouthful. But where can everyone go to check it out, boys?
3: Uh, you can go anywhere you get your podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Um, it's a mix of. Uh, you know, serious footy analysis mm-hmm. and then silly absurd banter. Um, you know, we do everything from recapping the games to ranking which current Geelong cat would be most likely to smoke an old-fashioned pipe at half time. That's sort <laughs> of the the full range of things you can Beautiful. expect on the chaps.
0: I, I love that. it's good stuff. I've had a listen as well. Hey, boys quickly. <laughs> All, all of you three, and, I'm still, and I've still got you on despite that, which is- Yeah, well, we, we were surprised, to be honest. <laughs> uh, all of you three, cat uh, supporters uh, from birth, your whole family's a Geelong supporters, or is there a crazy story amongst you?
1: Uh, there's a bit of, bit of a crazy story, I suppose, that Jake, Jake and I are, are, are brothers and we grew up, we were born and raised in Geelong, uh, mm-hmm. live quite far from there now, but we, we didn't have a lot of choice. <laughs> who, to, who to support when we were born, indoctrinated into it, and then we moved up uh, to where we are now and met John and uh, indoctrinated him into the cult. So yeah. <laughs> you would have been 10 maybe, John, when we uh, – I was about, yeah, yeah 10, 11, 12 or so yeah. before I came cult When we, when the we converted you over. Yeah. beat him until he would join our team. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so what were we done beforehand, b- before, before you came to the dark side?
2: Um, oh, He, he I was on the, the, dark, he, side. Yeah, the other was a- dark side Yeah He was <laughs> on dark side Who was it?
0: Collingwood Oh God Collingwood. That's the second, <laughs> that's the second <laughs> person I've, I've spoken to This trade period That swapped from Collingwood To another club And to be honest You <laughs> can't blame him
2: No, be- no. <laughs> he, he jumped his, in, Yeah These <laughs> guys uh, Definitely put the peer pressure On me quite a yeah, lot look- And <laughs> it worked <laughs> yeah, you've made well, you've made a better
0: choice than the Pies, that's for sure. And speaking <laughs> of other clubs, is who's your most hated? Because it was always it was Hawthorne for a while, but you've had some recent history with the Tigers and knocked you out of finals, which I'm pretty happy about. I'm a Tigers man. But um <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Well, who do you hate yeah. the most? Is is it us? Uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. It's still, Hawthorne. still it's, Hawthorne.
1: It's it's still Hawthorne. Look, there was there was some pretty bad blood with Brisbane this year, but oh, it's yeah, it's yeah. not it's not it's not quite taken over Hawthorne yet.
3: <laughs> no. That's the I've end got end. a lot of respect so okay. for the yep. Tigers. I've got a lot of respect <laughs> for what the Tigers have done. Yeah, yeah they yep. They beat us fair and square last year, and but I will never get over two thousand I will never get
0: over 2008.
2: Yeah.
0: It will live with me till the day I die.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can imagine
0: and wakes the you truth, at midnight. The truth is, you've got no respect. You're saying it because I'm the host, and I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we know how the industry works. We get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, let's let's get a season rating from you boys. So, after you know three preliminary final exits, a grand final loss in the past five seasons. So to, to remind you of that, this was like the last opportunity they were. Worked hard in the off-season. You brought in Cameron, Isaac Smith, Sean Higgins. This was it. Let's play for this season. This was the last dance. And unfortunately, you lose again. But how do you look at the season at a whole? If you could grade it, pretend you're teachers. I don't know if one of you are teachers. Uh, most <laughs> no, likely would probably teachers, be yeah. Jake, I reckon. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. a it's a good pick. It's a, <laughs> a good pick. It's a good pick.
0: Give
2: us a grading. Um, oh, oh, what, well, we did go with a number rating Mm -hmm. and we're thinking of a rep probably around a seven seven, for our whole year because started off pretty shaky in that first week, couple weeks, and then our real middle season was a really good part for us. Mm -hmm. We played really some really great footy, great games, beat some high quality teams, had some really tight losses to um other top teams. So it wasn't all doom and gloom early on and then got that serious injury to Tommy Stewart and it sort of just derailed from there. So, But we still managed to make the prelim again, which was really satisfying for us and can't really complain much else because, you know, we, yeah, we were going in trying to play for the grand final, trying to make the grand final. Yeah, we didn't get there, but we came up against Melbourne, who were pretty desperate to win it The You know, 57 years, this was their chance, and they took it. So we got in the way, and uh, I guess <laughs> got <demolished>. that happened. <laughs> <laughs> got demolished. Oh, <laughs> <but. laughs> mm. still, I'm still happy with our season, yeah. We didn't make the grand final, but I'm still pretty happy with what the boys did, and I can't really complain because we've already done that.
0: Yeah, that's a that's hmm. a, a positive look at it. But what, Sam? Do you reckon the uh, the gastro had anything to play with it? What did you, what did you make of that? Um, they did look off. They looked they off.
1: They did look. <clears throat> it, it, it's it's not one of those things. We talk about this on our pod a few times. Not trying to make excuses. Like hmm. not trying to blame one thing. Tom Stewart, Parfit, you know, whatever it is, the gastro. Yeah. But you do have to look at all the elements as as part of the whole. And yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just say we're
3: aware. Just to be aware, Sam is the world's best accidental Chris Scott impersonator. <laughs> so like I do I,
1: do. I do slip into post game Chris Scott when I'm trying to give a, a tactful answer. Yes. Um. I like it. I can yeah, tell. Yeah. Look, it's it's one of those things. I don't know that we would have won without the gastro, but it, hmm. it it certainly explained some elements of it. I thought. Looking yeah. back, once that came out, and looking at certain players, you you go. Yeah, that in hindsight, that looks like they were playing with gastro. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so yeah, look, I would have loved to have seen a, a you know without that, seen it with Tom Stewart, all those things. But you know, that's that's the that's life and that's footy. <laughs>
0: that's right. Are you a big fan of uh, of Chris Scott, Jake, or do you have you know some negative feelings towards him? I know some cat fans do. I would like your take.
3: Um, I uh, I'm a Chris Scott stan, um, big time. Uh, our our entire podcast is really. Um I think it's it's interesting as a CAT supporter, um, as you probably have got the impression from Johnny as well, we're we're quite optimistic, quite grateful. That's mm-hmm. how the three of us feel anyway. Like we've yep. seen a remarkable era. And I think Chris Scott coming into this club was initially faced with quite a difficult task. Um, to deal with the, the weight of expectations and then ultimately, too, having to move on a lot of club favourites. I think he's going to have to do it again over the next couple of years. Uh, I think it's actually been, in in a lot of ways, a, a thankless task. And I actually don't know how many other coaches could could bear that kind of pressure. I mean, the sort of stuff that gets thrown at him um, I'm quite stunned by often by the, the sort of vitriol from, from some cat supporters, um, you know, we've had a lot of success and he's been a part of that. Um, yeah. So I can I'm a fan. So yeah. that's just, uh, people might call me a. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, Chris Scott apologist, but that's okay.
0: No, I'm that's okay right. That. I like that opinion; it's a good <laughs> one. Hey, speaking of success, there was a few highlights throughout the season. One of my favorite games was that ninety-seven point victory. That was incredible to watch. Well, did you guys have a a, a specific <laughs> highlight that you'll take away from this season?
1: Uh, I def I definitely do, uh, and it's a it's. A, I need to put <laughs> in a trigger warning to a good friend and long time listener who is a bulldogs fan um, because my my highlight of the year was was absolutely Gary Rowan's after the siren goal cuz oh, i am Jake's we're all big Chris Scott fans yeah i'm a massive Gary Rowan fan i I'm, I'm a Gary <laughs> Rowan apologist um, and and to see to see him you know to see us get over the line in that fashion in that game and for him to be the dude with the ball hmm. was yeah it was that was um I don't think I cheered that hard all season. (laughs) I love
0: it,
2: Johnny. Oh favourite. It would have to be probably that Gary Rowan moment as well. It was a tough, tough game. It was so close the entire match, and we're watching it with one of our friends from over in America, Mm. David. And I think it was, what, two minutes left. And he's like, oh, could this be a kick after a siren? I was like, no, 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 that won't happen. <laughs> and he was right. And I was watching with Jake and we, yeah, we're jumping around like idiots celebrating. And, yeah, it would definitely have to be up there. Hey,
0: why, why can't moments? It's good to ask you, boys. Why can't he perform in finals or grand finals?
1: Big as um, we've we've sort of cracked into this a little bit in our yeah. in our talks as well I, th- I think it is all a bit of a um, he's a bit of a confidence man like mm. in that game. I knew well before he'd done his run-up or anything. I just was so supremely confident he was kicking that goal after the siren just because yeah. of his demeanour, the way he'd played throughout the game beforehand. His whole persona was just was just on. Uh, and I think he's probably a bit of a sensitive dude. You know, he's got a bit of a tough exterior and, you know, likes to go hard. But I think he's just pretty pretty sensitive to it all. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the pressure builds him up. And then sometimes (laughs) it does the absolute opposite Mm. and he just, he gets in his own head. Uh, We were comparing it to Trelaw from the Bulldogs and how Mm. there was all that talk around him and he just came out swinging and really kind of, you know, proved the haters wrong to a degree and really lived up to the occasion. Um, And I think Gary Rowan's a similar kind of guy and he just hasn't had that moment yet. (laughs) And and he might not, but I, Mm. I feel like, Next year will be a bit of a crunch year for him to do that. He's got the off season to take, you know, not ignore the criticism because you've got to look at what people are saying about your game and, you know, how you perform. But I like to think that he'll take it on board and look at it and live up to it instead of sort of, yeah, I think he just buckles under it a little bit. I don't I don't think it's a, um, yeah, I, I think confidence and just mentality and buckling under that pressure just a little bit, which is strange because it can, it can go the other way for sure.
0: Hey, Jake, was your your highlight of the year a Gary Rowan moment? <laughs> no, no.
3: Any time Tom is...
1: Stewart touched the ball was Jake's yeah. <laughs> highlight of the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Um,
3: yeah, going to have to line, line up and get that Tom Stewart tattoo uh, next season. Um, uh, I think my highlight, and this will, might be a weird one, but it's, it's sort of a general note, I love the progress of – a couple of our young guys, Jack Henry, Max Holmes. Um, Max Holmes came in. I think he had seven tackles in his first, um, you know, four or five starts this year, came out and had, you know, seven or eight in his first game back after he was re-included into the team. Um, He just, his progress, I think we've got a great player there and he's essentially our number one draft pick from 2021 because we traded 2021. New ones first round to get him last year. I think he's going to be an absolute gun um, with time and and Jack Henry as well. You know, it's a bit of an embarrassment of riches down back and and I just think Jack Henry took some some really amazing steps forward. So mm. they sort of might. That was a highlight for me.
2: Mm.
0: Nice. There were more than a few lowlights, unfortunately. If you can single one out, maybe other than the, the finals loss. I mean, I mean, the first game of the season, you didn't start well against the Crows. Was there one that really, uh-huh. really bugs you? I reckon for, obviously for, uh, for Jakey, it's when Tom Steele got injured. But I mean, for others, <laughs> what would you, yeah, what would you pick as your lowlight?
2: We'll be back after a quick break. Oh, I um, I'll probably go with that Brisbane Lions game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Brisbane, that was mm. – because we knew going into that game, yeah, we knew going into that game that Brisbane were going to come out and really want to get revenge. And unfortunately they they did and we just couldn't – they just weren't there that game and I thought that was a bit, bit of a low light in mm. the season because we were on sort of a bit of a good ro- roll mm. that – during that week and came into that game and we thought, well, if we can just hold him off and play our best, Mm -hmm. we'll be right. But it was just one of those games where nothing was going right. Tom Stewart got completely dominated Mm by um, Charlie Cameron Mm -hmm. and they were just a bit more ferocious. So, yeah, that was was probably the most disappointing Mm -hmm. I was during this regular season for the Cats.
3: Yeah, obviously the Tom Stewart one, just wanted to, you know, was was devastating because it's not just the impact of that one player, it's how it impacts everything else. Like I've said mm-hmm. for probably the last two or three seasons, I think he's the future captain of Geelong. I think he's, you know, going to be that heart and soul player. Um, and it's, you know, positionally how it impacts the, the other players around him as well, um, you know, with guys being put into different, you know, roles that they're maybe not used to playing. That Brisbane game was interesting because that was a game where we really, there were a lot of goals went in off the ground and that became a feature down the stretch of of teams really dominating the cats with goals kicked off the ground, you know, Mm. crumbed off the deck and that sort of thing. So it'd be interesting to go back and have a look at how the Lions played us and and whether that was used as a blueprint um, the last month
0: of the season
3: uh, and in the finals.
0: Mm-hmm. And Sam, just for those at listening light. at home. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, the the internet's not cutting out. Jake's just getting very, very emotional and struggling for words, which is fair enough. <laughs> uh, Sam, you what was your low light?
1: Uh mine was oh, the Brisbane one's a great call. Tommy Stewart's injuries a great call. Um, probably the last five minutes of the Melbourne game towards the end of the year, though, not the, not the yeah. finals loss, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the, uh, just the, oh. the mad few minutes there, like the, the comeback, you know, when they were on the, on the streak back was obviously frustrating, but you know, as a, as a watcher of football, you can see how it was happening. You can mm. see, you know, it all, it did make sense. They played well, they dominated us, but that last few minutes with, you know, there was a, there was just some really bizarre calls from the umpires both ways. Like, not it wasn't completely unfair against us or anything. And then just bizarre player choices. And it was just this weird, just you could it was like I was watching it in slow motion going, What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so that one probably yeah, that one probably affected me the most because it was we were so close at you yeah. know, earlier in that game.
0: <laughs> That's a fair point. I I was sad about that too. I think that lost me in my tipping cog. Basically, that game, oh, uh, was I'm shattered. So, I'm you so sorry.
1: points up. What are you doing? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I, we should. have, I felt it. I felt it. I should put should have put money on it about half time and <laughs> put some money on Melbourne. Huge there. Hey,
0: let's let's talk about the future though, because it doesn't matter what happened in the past. Now let's look ahead. The first one, uh, this trade period, it's been a strange one. But this Jordan Clark deal has been going on and on and on. What what happens today to get this done?
2: Oh, probably pick 22 and possibly another pick by the sounds of it because yeah. um, the Cats are holding fast and Freo is holding fast, and both teams aren't really budging. But I feel like there will be a deal done today. I think it's going to go down to probably the last few minutes, but I reckon they'll be out to, to work something. And I reckon that, I was saying maybe 22 and Possibly twenty-seven, if Fremantle were feeling generous, and the Cats give up Clark and I think we we're saying pick thirty or something, something like that. Mm. But that's pretty hopeful on my end. But yeah, I think they're saying pick twenty-two and maybe a third-round future pick or something. But yeah, my gut feeling says it'll get done today because Jordan Clark wants to go home. Mm-hmm. Can't really seem slotting in much more into the Cats team next year. You've got a few opportunities this year, but I can just see the same thing happening again. So I'd rather the Cats get a get a pick this year to strengthen my hand and move on, rather than not playing next year as much and get less value out of him next year.
0: Yeah, but, would you be sad to see him go, Jake? At all, or you think it's for the benefit? Of both parties
2: um
3: i i think it can be a win-win i i think he's shown some signs that you really like and then there's been some moments you know that you really you know sort of turned me off a bit as well so i I think i can see he can develop into a really good player um but at the same time he wants out if if we can get something in return for a player that wants out I, i think that's that's good um and I think Geelong came in saying, we want pick 19 and we're not mm. going to budge off that. Fre- Fremantle saying, we're not going to budge off giving, you know, whatever. I think ultimately, Frio would be happy to give up pick 19. I think Geelong would be happy to get pick 22. And it's all just been this posturing war. It'll end up yeah. being pick 22 um, and maybe some extras around the sides. I don't know.
0: But look, I think it can be a win-win for both. Just like I felt about the Kruger trade as well with Collingwood. Mm. Hey Sam, can I ask you about that one—the Kruger one and the Ruck situation with Darcy Fort leaving and then maybe John Segler coming through? How do you see? And it's been an issue, I think, for the Cats about Ruckman and and that part of the of the team. How do you see that situation all playing out? And and what did you think of Geelong's moves with Ruckman this this trade period?
1: Uh yeah. Look, I think it's sort of a little bit par for the course with their attitude towards Ruckman previously. It's it sort of whether intentionally or not seems like they're a little bit happy not to have that real being classic bean pole you your go to ruckman they seem they seem to not want to sort of give up any kind of around the ground um skill sets and and contribution for the sake of really dominating the ruck as i said i'm not 100 sure that that's that's intentional completely but it, it sort of seems that way you know they they sort of stick with Stanley um, throughout the year, and and where again we come from a pretty positive angle on our podcast, and where um we really like Stanley as a player, and we think he's got room to grow. But I you would you know I think they take him for for his other contributions as much as for his for his ruck work because he's he's not been a consistently dominant Ruckman. He did surprisingly well against Gorn a couple of times. Um, but again, it's just that consistency that he hasn't shown yet. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure what their thoughts on that are beyond moving forward and the, and looking at it as just trying to cover that Ruck mm. kind of from around the ground, almost, almost throughout the year this year. And then going forward to, to do the same thing because they sort of seem to have had the opportunity to have a really set Ruckman and they're pretty happy to let them go or or not pick them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit vague and possibly a little bit Chris Scott again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I feel like they it hasn't, it hasn't served them too, too badly. I'm someone that's, I'm not sitting there watching every game going, I wish we had the best Ruckman in the competition, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah yeah it's it's not been something that's that's consistently it's generally raised for me when other people bring it up other teams will mention why don't you long have a ever <laughs> sort out that ruck situation
0: <laughs> yeah that thing too like yeah yeah go on sorry jake so,
3: sorry i was just gonna say i think too there's a couple of young guys coming through as well um in um sam neil and sam DeConing, um who oh, are those sort Deconing. of tall fours but i I think if you look specifically at a guy like Sam Neill, I can't say I've seen a heap of him, but having seen some of his highlights coming through the draft and that sort of thing, he can really be that sort of, I think, big-bodied ruck slash forward um, that maybe Geelong would like, especially, you know, um, as as he starts his career, maybe, uh, you know, playing more ruck than... Forward because our forward line is sort of a little bit loaded at the minute, um, but I think they're two guys that uh, could, can definitely feature in that role uh, in the future. Hey Jake, you look exactly like
0: Zach Tui,
1: by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the plastic surgery <laughs> had to look like Zach. Toohey. Yeah, he, he just needs a pipe now. <laughs> That's
3: right. Yeah, where's my pipe? Yeah. yeah, got the Moroccan sunset going. Yeah, yeah,
1: Very absolutely. Good. I
0: like it. Hey, Was anyone surprised by Oscar Brownless getting delisted? Yes. Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a simple answer. <laughs> was, yep. Yeah. I was. Yeah, <laughs> I was boys yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm not sure what that was. Um Jake, you, you mentioned some yeah. some theories.
3: Um yeah. only that, you know, I I had thought maybe he could be redrafted as a rookie. Um, you know, he's not been offered offered a contract. But then, you know, we had this situation with a few players. I think this happened with Mark Blixavs, where they, and I can't remember for sure, but I was sure looking through a few drafts um, back along the way that he was, you know, sort of not offered a contract and then redrafted as a rookie. I get the impression that that's not going to happen with Brownless. Um, and I can't say I caught a lot of the VFL, but. You know, a lot of the word was that guys like Oscar Brownless, uh, Stefan Akunbo, who's another Irishman, would make the jump, you know, next season in 2022. Akunbo um, has now returned to Ireland. Um, so he won't be with the Cats in 2022. And Brownless has been delisted. So I, I was, yeah, I was surprised. And yeah, the vibe I get that is, is he won't be redrafted as as a rookie, which... I thought maybe it was you know I thought maybe it was just a little bit of roster um, management to not offer a contract, redraft him as a rookie, and deal with it that way. But apparently, yeah, it
0: doesn't seem that way. Dangerfield made some comments about preferring to compete every year rather than going to the draft because there's been a lot of commentary about just topping up and Geelong are old, that kind of thing. What are your thoughts on this? I'm really interested from a fan's perspective. Can can, tell, can all of you maybe give me a comment on that and, and where you sit? I can definitely give you a comment. I know the other two <laughs> yeah. boys. Are
3: you happy for me to, you you happy for me to lead off? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, my, my sort of perspective on it, um, I follow a lot of the NFL and there's a lot of this sort of stuff now with teams, you know, acquiring players instead of going through the draft. Um, I think there's a couple of teams that have sort of done this thing of attempting to defy the, the, the dynasty aging cycle. I think Sydney is one of those teams. I think Richmond's going to have a crack at it in one way or another. Um, and I think Geelong has along with Sydney kind of led the way at trying to defy the aging process of your premiership window. For me, I think, you know, people say you don't have a first round draft pick. Well, we do have first round draft picks. You know, our first round draft picks are Jeremy Cameron. Um, You know, we acquired Jeremy Cameron through draft capital. So to me, it's a different way of looking how you use the draft Um, Geelong Um, classically, have done pretty well drafting lower um, inside of the draft. Like we have done well with a pretty low draft hand. Um, And so I think the Cats are just viewing the same sort of capital in a different way. I think you can build a team either way. I think you can build through the draft. I think you can keep topping up through free agency. I think people are just getting a bit creative with how they think of their draft picks. That's sort of my kind of initial thoughts on it.
2: Yeah, I pretty much agree with you there. Like, going to the draft is good and all, but if you don't have those experienced players to teach those younger guys coming through how to play the best game, then it's, it's going to take ages and years to build up. You just look at Carlton, Gold Coast, North Melbourne as well. They're still trying to build up their list to get to a really competitive level. Whereas the Cats we have been able to find these young good players like Brad Close, Parfit, mm. Narkle, Grime Myers, all these guys who are really starting to build. And the Cats have just been able to find other players to come in like Smith, Cameron, uh, Dangerfield, um, Henderson, Zach Tui. They're all coming in and they're just going to mm. train these younger guys how to play a really good brand of footy without really dropping too far out of the top four, top eight. Like we've only been outside eight once in the last what, fifteen or so years, and yeah. if we compete every year for a chance to make the finals, a chance to make the grand final, I'm pretty happy. And if we don't get amazing draft picks, I'm still pretty confident that we can get these young guys in who will play a really good game and get mm. taught by our senior players really well, which looks like to be happening. And cats are doing it pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, we've, as you said, we've we've done really well with some lower lower picks. Um, some of some of our best players and some of our favourite players. Uh, Tom Stewart was pick forty. Um, Jed Bews was eighty six. Menegola was sixty six. So we, we've we've made some pretty big moves. <laughs> there's some pretty key pillars for the team. Um, and just quickly, because I know we we probably waffle on when there's the three of us. Um, <laughs> just quickly in terms of. Competing every year, I do sometimes feel like being the one team town has that pressure of there's, there's a lot of pressure. As Jake was saying on like Chris Scott on the, on the team, um, I sometimes do think that they're trying to trying to compete every year, and it's it, they're certainly aware that there's there's sort of no cushion there when you're the <laughs> when you're the Geelong Cats. There's no other t- like it's it's you know I've been in Geelong when we've when we lost the grand final to Hawthorne, you know, when that it's, it's a really, obviously the fans are diehard everywhere, but when the whole town just shuts mm. down cause you, <laughs> you didn't do well, it's, it's pretty bizarre. It's pretty eerie. Um, so I do sometimes think that the one team uh, towns have a bit of a, yeah, probably are, are aware of that extra level of pressure for competing every year. Um, but yeah, no, I, I back up everything Jake and John said, apart from that.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I love it, and don't worry about the waffling on. I love that, that sort of stuff. But I want oh, good. For well then. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no. this for this, one, this question, I want a one word answer. Okay, I'm going to go around the room. Here we go. We're going to start with Zach Tui himself. Jake, where will the cats finish next year? Uh, fourth. Fourth. Good, Johnny. Uh, fourth. Fourth. Sam. I'm
1: going to go slightly more optimistic. I'm going to say third.
0: Third, very <laughs> nice. I like it, very good. I hope so. For your sake. Like, I? No, probably not. We can't uh, be the same. I was thinking <laughs> fourth, but <then. laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're all thinking <laughs> fourth. That's fine. 10 quick questions here. This is a bit of fun, so we can you know, you can all give me an answer for this one. All right, first one which player would you most like to have a beer with at the pub from Geelong? Uh,
2: Cameron Guthrie, I'll go with hmm. I'm
1: Zach Toohey. Oh, nice! Yeah, oh,
2: nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be able to I'm, tell the difference
1: between you. Yeah, that's the that's the games <laughs> they play with people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal your blow, Jake. I'm gonna say Tom Stewart.
0: Nice, you can have it. Oh, that's all right. Would you just for one would- night? I know the answer to this one for one of you. You have to get rid of either Tom Hawkins or Tom Stewart. Who would it be? Oh, geez.
1: Hawkins. Hawkins. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice easy. Uh, we
2: can think about the future sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> it may break our heart, but sometimes
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah good. Uh, a shot after the siren, 45-degree angle, 40 metres out. Who would you choose to kick it? Rowan, um, I don't know where you're going?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> depends what game it is, though. It's a it does, it, it does. So are we in the finals or isn't it? Not? <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, gonna,
1: going I'm going to go
3: the Moroccan sunset himself. Zach go Tui,
0: Zach Tui. Gary Rowan. Yeah. Johnny's going Gary Rowan. Yeah. Huh? And who's Sam gone?
1: I, I'm, I stuck with Rowan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. If Geelong had to merge with one team, couldn't be Gold Coast or GWS. Who would you pick? I'll pick North Melbourne. North
2: Melbourne. Mm, that's a good one. Mm.
0: Yeah, you'll agree, North. Is that cuz it'll and- be the same fan base? Yeah. Yeah. We can just
1: we can just change turn out turn out jumpers sideways, it's like.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, this there's a, bit of, there's a bit of history there. North Melbourne were one of the teams that stood up for the Cats um, uh, post, I think, the second world, War, First or Second World War when there was mm-hmm. a, a move to to out the Cats from the league. North was one of the teams that um, yeah went into bat for the Cats.
0: So I've got there a bit of a soft go. spot. Yeah, he's yeah. a bit of a teacher, isn't he? That's good. He is, yeah. I yeah. like
1: that. <laughs> Not <laughs> quite a one-word answer, but that's fine. That's <laughs> no, fine. No, no, These
0: <laughs> can be more than one word. That's, that's fine. Okay, okay. So you is have is to go to full measure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. If if Geelong win the flag next year, how would you guys celebrate? Wildly.
1: <laughs> is this is this? Yeah, I, 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 what, what's COVID looking like at this point? <laughs> uh, we're, we're all free. We're, all, we're free. all free. I'd I'd be down there in Geelong. I'd get as many of the family together as we can, and and be down there. If we can't, obviously, you know. um Attend it, go go wherever it is and attend it live. I would be, yeah, we've got a lot of, a lot of family connections in Geelong, so I'd be gathering a huge family, watching yeah. it in front of the biggest TV we can find, uh, and yeah. just just seeing where it takes us after that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I'd, I'd, be getting a, I'd be getting some ink. If they win another oh, flag, really? I'll be getting yes. some cats oh, in. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, yeah. where on the body? I've got some ideas for some hoops just on the forearm. Just mm. some, some Navy yeah. hoops. Yeah, Yeah, that's or, good. That's a good one.
1: See how yeah. many of the family yeah. we can get to get the hoops. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'd probably have four. Everyone. I'd probably go four hoops, one for each flag that I've seen.
1: Yeah, yeah I was, was going to say one flag. for each nice.
0: flag would be good and hopefully you have a full just, arm by the time. Just
1: keep adding, yeah. Just keep adding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: right. uh, would you, for a grand final, would you rather sit up in the nosebleeds by yourself or be at home watching with family and friends?
1: Family and friends at home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice. With Where I've ch- watched all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you go to one. You're going to be one. One. Yeah. Yeah, now. it's I reckon, true. I reckon just one, is at we- least to be there. I don't and know. If I could take it,
1: <laughs> <anyway>. Yeah, I think my heart would give out.
0: Um. Well, this is funny. If you could look exactly like one player, who would it be? I mean, well, Jake's already yeah. got it. So. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's not happy with um, it. True. Happy with true. I'm um,
3: very happy. <laughs> I'm very happy. Jake would be very happy with Zach too that. Zach two is. Yeah. Zach two is a smooth operator. I'm alright yeah. with
2: that. Yeah. Johnny. Well. I'm trying to think. No, yeah, I'll oh, go with uh, Isaac Smith. Oh, God damn it. Isaac that was Smith. fine. That was,
0: that was sad. We can't, we
2: can't both look like Isaac <laughs> yeah. Smith. All right, yeah. we'll, be the, we'll be the Isaac Smith triplets yeah. we'll be with
1: us, us, and, us and Isaac.
0: That's fine. Yeah. All right. Um, if you had to choose one player from Geelong to play Millionaire Hot Seat on your behalf, all the money goes to you, who would you choose? I'll Tom I will go to Hawkins. Hawkins?
2: Mm. I feel like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Jake?
3: If it can be an ex-player, I'm choosing Harry Taylor.
2: That's or- true. That's true. But it has to be <laughs> current. True. Yeah, All right.
3: has to be all right, current. All right. Then, then, then current, um, current, I'm going to go with just got a good feeling about um, Paddy Dangerfield. I think he'd thrive in yeah. there when the lights are on yeah. on the game show sort of type scenario.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Jeze Cameron.
0: Jeze Cameron. Very nice. nice. Uh, if Netflix asks you to choose one player to do a documentary on about their life story, who would you suggest?
2: Uh, the obvious I'd go choice. with
1: Zach Tulie. Oh, so Johnny's Jake, gone Salwood. Jake's going with all the Zach Tulie answers. Yeah. Ever since you said he looks like him, he's, <laughs> <laughs> Zach, 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 Zach Tui. he's never mentioned it's, Zach Tulie before. No. <laughs> it's
3: a, it's a great sure story. You could start with his. You could start with his time over in Ireland yes. through the, you know, the GAA, got Carlton to the Cats. I think it's a good story.
0: Yeah, and it's then feature his twin man. brother, Jake. That is that's be right. That's yeah. right.
1: You can you can That's right. yeah, probably go with Joel Selwood. Is that who you picked John? Sorry. Yeah. Copy you again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd go with Joel Selwood.
0: Nice. All right, last one, and this might this might hurt to say it, but if you had to swap Chris Scott with one current AFL head coach right now, who would it be? It's
1: really stumped me because you, you, now we <laughs> yeah. have to now we have to raise out of our like one-eyed supporter and, and, and right. look at actually, who else actually has
2: value. And what right. the coaches' names actually are. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the, <laughs> oh, the, the guy players. that's
1: the guy that's not Geelong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, look, I I'd probably take Bevo from the Bulldogs. Yeah. I think, and I think, I think he'd probably slot in nicely in in Chris Scott's <laughs> place. I think they're not too dissimilar.
0: Yeah, especially on um, the Giants. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah.
2: I'll take. I, I like. I'll go with John, John
0: Long-Mire. Longmire. Yeah, John Longmire. Like, like it, like it. Good. I actually I wouldn't
3: mind Leon
0: Cameron um, from yeah, the Giants. Really? I like I
3: like the job he's, he's done up at GWS. I
0: mean, yeah. Did you watch the Amazon really documentary at all,
3: Jake? Didn't is he totally unlikable in the documentary? <laughs> well, for some, <laughs> for some,
0: our producer thought <laughs> yeah, okay. wasn't a fan of it, but some like it, some yeah. don't. So I reckon you should watch it and see if your opinion changes. But that's a good one to look. Done, I, done I've well. had
1: re- I've had respect for him ever since after the final when they lost his presser yeah. afterwards. He was he was so professional and just yeah, yeah he, he answered the question so well and didn't seem poo hooey about missing players or anything at all. It was yeah I have really liked him since then.
0: Yeah, speaking of professional, you boys have been fantastic. I've had a lot of fun. Uh can you give your have podcast so. another another plug so everyone can go and listen, please?
3: Yeah, go and listen to the chaps, chat, cats. Uh, at least once a week during, uh, we're doing once a week year round off season, the dark days of the off season. Um, and during the season, we do live video shows before the games. We've got interviews with AFLW um, stars to come leading up to their season as well. So we cover both men's and women's footy. Um, so yeah, once a week, the chat, chat Cats, anywhere you get your podcasts.
0: I love it. I love that logo too. I just realised there were, were headphones. So the yes. CCC headphones, how good's that? that had to be <laughs> yeah. Jake's idea for sure, I reckon.
3: Sambo's Sambo's yep. handiwork there. Oh, was, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm the resident graphic designer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. <very> nice
0: <laughs> boys, we'll stay in touch and hopefully chat again very, very soon. Everyone hashtag cool. Trade Center Live to get involved. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll see you again shortly. Yeah. I think 12.30 we're talking Bulldogs, so I'll be back then. Uh, see you guys then.